Hello, and welcome to Deeks. Yeah, I changed the name. Fuck you. We are the Deeks. We are the Deek Geeks. And this is the show where two friends go through the back catalogue of Deek Entertainment, a prominent cartoon uh, provider from the 80s, 90s and early 2000s. and producer. Yeah, yeah. Uh, regardless, uh, we look for the treasures amongst the lost stuff this is not surprisingly one of hard it's getting really difficult to find anything we're getting right we're scraping right at the bottom of the barrel we've kind of got the best stuff out of the way with already i really had high hopes for this one don't worry marky we've still got sonic underground to look forward to yay so what did we look at this week oh god it was a fucking future-length cartoon based entirely off of one song a novelty song that it used the title for Monster Mash. It's fucking... They made a entire 60-minute cartoon movie based around fucking Monster Mash. I mean, it's not really the first, is it? It's the first feature-length one, I'm pretty no, sure. No, well, here's well the, animated here's the at the thing. very least. No, no, here's the thing. Oh. Um, there was a Rankin and Bass cartoon called Mad Monster Party. Right. Here's the thing. All of the other Rankin and Bass uh cartoons of that era of similar things are based around songs so mm. like rudolph the red-nosed reindeer that sort mm. of thing it seems very likely that that was supposed to be monster mash had they gotten the rights. right so this is the f- i guess the first one with the license it seems wasted yeah um Let's first talk about the source material, because there's a lot of source material, and there's far more to talk about with that than the cartoon itself. So the Monster Mash. I fucking hate it. You hate the Monster Mash? Why do you hate the Monster Mash? It's this fucking school disco song that is amongst... Like, it rubs shoulders frivolously with other tripes, such as fucking Agadu. Oh, boy. I fucking hate it it's not a good song in the least it's bloody annoying it doesn't end it goes on for far too long and the entire song is the same thing looped it's basically 30 seconds stretched on for four minutes yeah it's kind of this 50s i can't even name the genre Kind of like a doo-wop bop. Yeah, doo-wop. Kind of doo-wop thing. Yeah, it's do. I mean, it's it literally doo-wop. has doo-wop. Yeah, in it. it's, it's literally got a, the female backing is definitely the. the yeah, that's doo-wop. Yeah, it's that's doo-wop. fucking doo-wop. Um, I mean, it's arguably the first uh, meme Halloween song. Citation needed. Well, can you think of an earlier one? I'm just, I'm just gonna say citation needed because it is not something that is 
within my bounds of knowledge, but I don't believe it. To I don't. I I would want to see more proof more than anything. I mean, else. there's not that many Halloween songs that have really picked up. The Teddy Bear's Picnic. That's not a Halloween song. Have you fucking listened to the lyrics, lad? It's fucking, fucking scary shit, man. It's not supposed to be. It can be. It, can it really so can be. very easily, like most nursery rhymes. You just get the pitch slightly off and it all mm. goes south. Um, I mean, other than that, there's um, Anything Can Happen on Halloween, which was from The Worst Witch, and um, Spooky Scary Skeletons. How old is that thing, anyway? Spooky Scary Skeletons? Skeletons, not Skeletons. Spooky Scary Skeletons? Yeah. Uh, 15 years, maybe? Yeah, it's not. It's it's pretty young, isn't it? It's, yeah. It's, it's definitely one of the youngest ones. Whereas this thing's ancient and has been played every Halloween since. Yeah, and that's why I hate it. Yeah. It's incessant. Uh, the song is, of course, about... Uh, to be fair, I kind of hate Spooky Scary Skeletons as well. That's fair. <laughs> It's just any naughty music that is just incessantly played is just bad. Jeez, you're in the wrong country. But yes, the, the the plot of the song is that a bunch of monsters throw a party. Yeah, great. That's the entire thing. Good plot. And so the future-length film decides to fucking do away with that plot and make it about three generic old school monsters having to scare a family a la The Haunting with Poltergeist, in order to stay part of this fucking guild of monsters? I mean, there's a lot of good ideas here. Yeah, it just never puts them to good use. I mean, okay, first let's look at our monster lineup. Mm. So we've got Dracula. Okay, classic staple, I like it. Who is Dracula. Yep. Except because Dracula is a sexy vampire, he can't actually be Dracula. Oh. He's not allowed to be scary, he's not allowed to be sexy. So instead, he is just a guy in... He's just Stan. <laughs> he's just a guy in an old-fashioned suit that occasionally raises his arms above his head. So, yeah, so we've got Stanley the Vampire. Okay. Uh, then you've got Frankenstein's monster. Yeah, okay, another staple, classic. For some reason, they've put him in a t-shirt. Right. So we have... Why? We have Billy Bob, the monster. Uh... There's none of the homicidal nature of this no. monster on display here. No. They, I mean, the, he, the monster hugs a child in uh, quite early on in the feature, um, which, quite frankly, goes directly against what happens in the original Frankenstein, where he murders. Stop, there's a lot of, of shitting on the original material here. I've got to be honest. Which is ironic, but I'll get into that later. And then the third is the Wolfman. Yeah. But there's none of the duality of the Wolfman here. Yeah, no, he is just always Wolfman. Yeah, he's just as... He's shown as a human at the start, and then he is just permanently Wolfman throughout the entire thing. Right, but he's perfectly in control as well. Yes. So we have Jeffrey the Furry. He's... Yeah. So we, yeah. have, so we have Stanley the Vampire, Billy Bob the Monster, and Jeffrey the Furry. But we are told that these are the the creatures of legend. These are, in fact, we... we holy shit, Universal published this. These are literally the Universal Monsters. Great. Okay. Why did they give this the go-ahead? Um, Because it was cheap to make and they thought they could sell a bunch of VHSs. 
So yeah, oh, this okay. is a direct to video uh trash feature. <laughs> trash. Yeah. Just call it what it is. Okay, this is direct to video trash. Yeah. Uh released by Universal Home Entertainment in 2000. Thanks. And the as you were saying the idea is that the monsters have to prove that they are still scary and they're not that's the joke that's the entire joke there's a lot of failed jokes in this in fact we counted to how many good jokes there were two and the first one it stepped on its own toes and fucked it up and made it not funny now 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 there was three you're forgetting the um uh you're forgetting the judge oh that's well hmm, no no, that wasn't really funny. That was more just a that was just a dad pun. <laughs> yes, but they never stated it. I had to state it to you, and it <sighs> slayed you. Anyway, no, no um, it didn't slay me. It just made me go, oh. Yeah, that's what how puns work. So anyway, no, because a good pun, a good bad pun, makes you shout, "Fuck off!" Well, that's true. <laughs> A bad, bad pun makes you just groan or just kind of go. <sighs> I was actually listening to someone talking about puns uh, not too long ago, and the theory behind it is it's because you're being primed to expect one thing and then are suddenly twisted to the other that you're men- you kind of have that mental jarring effect, which is why puns are kind of painful. It's a fascinating science. Uh, regardless, most of this is puns. Uh, not good ones. Uh, not funny ones. Antics. Not even, like, fuck off worthy ones. Not, not, they're not, they're, they're triple bad. They're bad, bad, bad ones. So, anyway, we start with, uh, for some reason it decides that it has to explain the universal monsters to us. Yeah, there's, oh, fuck... The first thing that this thing reminded me of, out of the gate, was if you're aware of the um, shovelware company Phoenix uh, Games, right? They, if you don't know Phoenix Games, they are a hyper-budget shovelware publisher back in the day. They put out a bunch of shit on the PlayStation 1 and 2 and other consoles as well. And for the most part, most of the what people know them for are their releases that contained these um, really cheaply, cheaply produced animations made by a German company called Dingo Pictures. Um, perhaps most notably Dalmatians 3, but there's also The Lion and the King 2, Animal Soccer World, stuff like that. Now, in specifically the uh, cartoon that's contained within Dalmatians 3... There is a bird character throughout the entire storyline that basically serves no purpose other than to explain everything that just happened within the last 10 minutes. And that is exactly how this character felt like in this cartoon in Monster Mash. There is just a skeleton dog that serves no purpose other than to just exposit information and explain what the fuck just happened or is what going to happen within the next two minutes that you would have already gathered by just watching the fucking cartoon. It is like the Peppa Pig narrator who goes, Peppa likes muddy puddles, and then Peppa says, I like muddy puddles. 
It's it's yeah, this except the completely Pig, useless narrator. Well, here's the thing: in Peppa Pig, that's partially uh, down to it being a children's program. No, because kids aren't stupid. They can understand if they can understand the narrator, they can understand Peppa's voice, right? The narrator there is the thing is is there was an edit of a of a clip of Peppa Pig, right? And it removed the narrator's voice <laughs> and replaced it with just dead air. And it was like the entire purpose of the narrator is to just fill time. Uh, and that is nothing, no ki- other purpose. It kind of brings a flow to the show. Not really, though. It doesn't really add anything. It doesn't, if you take it, it away, it doesn't do anything. It adds more than this one does. <laughs> wow. No, it's about on the same level, to be completely <laughs> honest with you. It just fills time. Yeah. That's all it does. Fair enough. Well, in this case, it's not even that they want to fill time, it's that. The song has a narrator, so this cartoon has to have a narrator. That's it. They need someone there to say no, he did totally the mash. Need someone we there. did the monster mash. He barely said it. Oh, well, he's supposed to be the one singing whenever. Well, but he clearly fucking wasn't. I mean, he was supposed to be. He wasn't. Though. The animation was completely out of sync. Everything was kind of out of sync, if you think about it. Especially during the several musical numbers, which reused animation every time. So, speaking of reused animation during musical numbers, uh, before we even started watching this, I jokingly said, so how is this going to stack up to Twas the Night Before Bumpy? I didn't expect it to actually have some pretty good parallels between the two in that it goes nowhere it goes on for far too long and it has random incessant musical numbers for no good reason other than to reuse animation cells and jim cummings does almost the same voice i don't think jim cummings is in this do you not no i checked down newbie he's not there really Mm. in that case it's someone doing a very passable jim cummings (laughs) (laughs) but uh yeah no it's Bumpy was worse, honestly, because it just... When you have something as breakneck fast and overwhelming as uh, Bump in the Night, and you stretch that on for 60 minutes, it is just your own personal hell. It just never ends and it never stops. There is no time to take a break, even though they have all this time in the world to take a fucking break. Here, it does nothing but take a break. (laughs) So speaking of taking a break, we should probably stop taking a break and actually get back on to the uh, the uh, the plot. That's true. So we learned that the monsters uh, became less scary over time and became entertainers instead. And then in 2000, the modern monsters uh, decided that they were an embarrassment and uh, they were tried by the guild uh, whether to see if they could continue to be scary. Those modern monsters, by the way, are parodies of uh, Chucky, I believe Jason Voorhees. Yeah, um, but with some sort of pasta but with joke. a weird spaghetti theme. And uh, also Alien. Uh, there's an more from Alien. Yeah. Uh, respectively called Chicky. I didn't catch the Jason Voorhees knockoff name. I can't remember what it was. No, it was I can't remember. It was complex either. and wasn't a pun. So. Yeah. And the xenomorph, the, the, the xenomorph is called the Alien Eater. I guess the pasta thing might be a nod to Italian horror. I mean, this is 
di- directed by an Italian director uh, and written by an Italian director. Uh, but who uh, knows? I'm not sure what they were thinking with a uh, monster that is a pile of pasta with a hockey mask uh, that throws pasta that dissolves things. Here's the thing. This is trying to make out that people were only saying that the Universal Monsters weren't scary by about the 2000s. They were already performing with Abbott and Costello in the 60s. The Universal Monsters have been a joke longer than they were a serious monster franchise. So the fact that they're being brought to court because they're not as good as the new monsters, who... Might I remind you, this was made in 2000, so these new monsters have been around for nearly 20 years. This seems timely. So we're already working on a faulty premise. Now, why exactly would the monsters need to stay in the guild? They're not scaring people, and the guild gives them the right to scare people. But they're having far more fun being entertainers than scary. Why do they desperately need to stay in the guild? That's a good fucking point, actually. I keep telling you, faulty premise. Huh. Well, there's plot hole number one. One? Oh, yes, sorry. The others were, the me- were a meta premise problem, weren't they? Hmm. Yeah. So, anyway, uh, the courtroom scene. <sighs> so, yeah. They call the judge in. He's a scally bob, and he comes into the court. Wearing a basketball outfit. Because he's in court. It was at this point that I started laughing and then had to lean over to Avery to say, basketball court. At which point I just froze. I liked that one. I gave it no more attention than it deserved. I like stealth puns. Yeah, to be fair, like, honestly... Compared to the other jokes that this show has, it was a good joke. Yeah, I mean, some of the puns... It's third on the list out of the three good jokes. It's, wait, no, second, because the one that it scuppered by its own hands it is third. Yeah. Because that one was just disappointing. But, oh, God. Considering the number of puns that this, uh, this movie attempts that don't actually work in English, this one's a pretty good one. So the monsters are tried and some sort of lich or spectre thing is their uh, prosecutor. Sharon. Huh? Sharon. How is it? It must be. It is must it be Sharon? Sharon. It must be Sharon or the Grim Reaper. Oh, it's the Grim Reaper, isn't it? He's my dad. I mean, he just seemed to be too wearing blue to be the Grim Reaper, but I guess he could be the Grim Reaper. Yeah. He did have a scythe. Yeah. I mean, probably just taken out of the beer garden. He was having a Bud Light Lime. Eh? He's chill. Okay. He's my dad. So there's a courtroom scene, and there's not... It's just an explanation of the fact that the monsters are no longer scary, and uses a lot of repeated footage. At which point, the jury is uh, allowed to vote, and it's a hung jury. The judge decides that this means that... No, 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 no. As the court man says, deadlocked. Deadlocked? Deadlocked. Literally said a hung jury, which, come to think yeah, of but it... before he said hung jury, deadlocked. Okay, it's a deadlocked. Yeah. Come to think of it, Get hung it. jury... Dead. Dead. Hung. 
Yeah, okay, I'm starting to notice more stealth puns here. They're not good, are they? No, they're not. Okay, the judge decides that this means that uh, Frankenstein's monster, Dracula, and the Wolfman should have one more chance if they can scare the... What was the name of the family? Regardless, it's a generic American family. The fuck Mom, faces. Dad, two kids. Uh, if they can scare them all by midnight on Halloween. The uh, River Dirties. The, the the sponge thwackers. The 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 spindly doodles. How about you look it up instead of coming up? The Twirlymans. The, the Hedgemasters. The Zambonis. The Zambonis. Yeah, fuck it, it'll do. The Zambonis. I'm going to refer to them as the Zambonis now, so that you have to leave that entire thing in. Good. Onwards we go. Okay, so uh, they have to scare the Zamboni family. <laughs> a family full of lawnmowers. <laughs> Off they go. <laughs> Look, we've got, to pad out, we've got to pad this out for time. It's the Halloween special. We need it to be extra long. <laughs> we really don't. It's the Halloween special, though. Uh, we meet the Zambonis. <laughs> the Zumbinis. Uh, <laughs> and uh, so there's Mum, yeah. who is a homemaker. Yeah, Mary. There's the dad. Dave. Uh, he is a pet groomer. Yep. They've got the older daughter, who is just an older daughter. Delilah Zamboni. And then you've got the son. Derek Zamboni. Who is mute. Not quite. He whistles, and there's an entire song about why won't Derek why won't Derek talk? Yes. And have we mentioned that the music it's in this Spike. is terrible? Yeah, it's really awful. I had to fucking mute the third song when it came on. I mean, how do you make the Monster Mash worse? It's an impressive effort. I gotta say, very impressive. Although it came to head when it, with the uh, credits music, which we'll get onto when we get to the credits bit, because we want to save the last bit for the last bit. But it's good, and it's it's the top joke on the list of three. Fair enough. But let's keep going. So the Zambonis, what do they do? The the, the mom is like obsessed with cleaning and yeah, shit. That's pretty much her entire that's her character. Shtick. Uh, the dad's shtick is that he is. Loved by all dogs. Yeah, he's a pet groomer, that's it. Yep, great. And that fact is immediately forgotten um, as soon as it establishes. To be fair. Until the end. It, this is quite interesting. This is a uh, a deep cartoon in which the female parental character has more of a character than most other people in the show. It's barely there. But she has more character traits than... <laughs> Does she? Yeah. One character trait. Wait, no, sorry, two. Two she's character a, she's traits. A, she is generic, overweight mother, American mother, and she is also obsessed with cleaning. Yes. That's more than most of the characters are. Mm. Wolfman's entire characteristic... Is that he's a dog? Yeah. Okay. And not even that, because we never see... They never animate anything amusing dog-like with him. There's one joke where a character throws a tennis ball, and it's never Derek. P- Derek throws a t- 
It wasn't Derek, was it? Spike. His name's it's Spike. Spike. But I'm <laughs> look. If we're gonna call them by the wrong last name, we may as well go all in and give them new names entirely. So Derek Zamboni throws the tennis ball. So Derek Zamboni, <laughs> subject of the song, we're waiting for Derek to speak. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> fuck it, fuck it, man. It's, it doesn't deserve us to respect its writing. Fair enough. So the first plan, for some reason, is to play old monster movies directly into the house. Something like that. I'm not sure how that works exactly, but... I mean, it doesn't work because old monster movies haven't aged well. Yeah. Great. Okay, plan two. Um, plan two is that they tell them they've won a raffle and send them to uh, Dracula's castle in Transylvania. Oh. Mm. Now, it's already the evening of Halloween. Mm. Sending them to Transylvania Mm. from, I can only assume, Los Angeles. Mm. I, I mean... Yes, it will be Los Angeles, won't it? Yes, because there was a a joke, a visual joke uh, during the Derek song, where the the house gets rocketed up into space and then Literally lands onto the, the Hollywood, Hollywood sign. Yeah, you're and right. It, and it changes to Holy Cow. Yeah. So that what time difference? I mean, it's eight to us. To Eastern Europe, that must be ten hours. I don't know. 10 or 11 hours. I have issues with numbers. Okay. Why Regardless, that's 10 or 11 time zones, and it's already evening. Yeah. yeah. That's already past midnight. Yeah. Mm. Everything we're dealing here with here... They've already scuppered it. Just by sending this Man, family... the fucking scary girls are lenient, huh? Just by sending this that's family... That's a lot of slack time they gave To them. Europe. Huh. They have already wrecked their chances. And regardless, the plane would have taken, what, four hours? It was a per- it was a personal jet, though, so... Still going to take four hours. No, it's personal jet. Okay, so let's, let's say it's three. That still leaves them... With negative. Negative, <laughs> negative <laughs> half a day. Yeah, hmm. mm, And they fly them all the way to this castle to scare them so they can stay in the... Lads, why didn't you just scare them in their own home? Why why did you give up after the first poultry attack? You could have... If you're going to go through all of this extent to basically rip off the haunting futuring poltergeist, why didn't you just do it in their home? Uh, because the Purge hadn't been made yet, so there were no notable home invasion horror movies. Balls. Right. I'm sure there were plenty of notable home invasion horror movies. Had Blair Witch been made at this point? Uh, Or would Blair Witch... 2000? Yeah, it would have been, wouldn't it? Wasn't Blair Witch 90s? Ah, quite possibly. Okay. So what they should have done is dragged them out into, into the woods and lost them. Yeah, that would have been the most. Um... Well, no, because that's not scary. That's that's slasher movie. That's just killing them. That's not horror. That's slasher. That's what. Then why is Jason here? Because why they is were fake bored. Jason here? 
They ran out of ideas already out of the base gate of Why is fake Let's Chuck- make a costume based on Boston. Why is fake Chucky here? That's a slasher movie as well. Yeah, that's a good point. Why the fuck is female Chucky it's not even a proper female Chucky. Bride of Chucky was probably made at this point. Why yeah, f- of course it was. Son of Chucky was gonna be out in like what, like fucking six possibly less years? Because I remember seeing the advert for that in the cinema. Uh, print ad, mind you. Why does she do nothing other than hold a reality-bending TV remote, which is used twice and doesn't actually do anything? Because you can't have a, t- a doll running around with a knife stabbing people on a children's thing. Touché. Then get a better fucking choice. Something that is more suitable for parody and would also fit in with a kid's cartoon instead of fucking Chucky. <sighs> so anyway, uh, eventually they pick off the family one by one, uh, scaring them through extremely predictable means until they're left with just uh, spy- Derek, Derek Zamboni, uh, who turns out to be very extremely hard to scare. And rescues the rest of the family. Yeah. Uh, the monsters decide, right, this this is it. This is the point at which we need to really push our hand and just speak to them and tell them that this is the problem. They explain to them that the guild wants to kick them out and that they need to scare them all by the end of the night. Also, here's the part where the joke where they stepped on their own faces with it. Part of the explaining thing was like the kind of like the the them persuading it like a little bit of a cheer joke a bit and vampire the vampire lads kind of going through it and he's like got this flashback when he was a little kid and stuff like that and he shows him family album and there's like two cherished memories of him in the a couple photos but he's just invisible and all you see is like the hat and the scarf and stuff like that. And it's a good joke, and then it's ruined by the fucking lad going, vampires don't appear in photos. Like, you don't need to say that, we can see it! Yeah, don't lampshade it. When you've got a good visual gag, you don't need to write it into the script. Pepper enjoys playing in muddy puddles. I like playing in muddy puddles! Vampires don't appear on photographs. <laughs> vampires don't appear on photographs. Vampires don't appear in photographs. <laughs> oh, we're slowly losing it. Let's keep going before um, we go. So, uh, learning that the uh, <laughs> learning the monsters are quite doing quite well. Uh, the oppos- the prosecutor sends the fake Jason, fake Chucky, and Alien uh, to basically just to fuck things up. Yeah. Now, you'd expect this to be subterfuge-based, but no, it does appear to literally be coming in and attacking the family straight out. Mm. Which surely would be... I mean, I don't know how the court works, but this sounds like it could basically be perjury. Mm. Uh, At the very least... I mean, this, this is a trial, let's face it. It's not trial by a court... It's trial by a feat. And so getting in the way of this surely basically wrecks the trial. This isn't going to stop them. This isn't going to make the 
prosecutor not lose, this is going to make a uh, mistrial. Oh, hi there. Uh, Editor Avery here. Uh, Sorry to uh, interrupt the show, as it were. Um, But as it turns out, kind of uh, my microphone has been slowly degrading and getting more and more distorted as the... uh, as the time kind of went on uh, from this point to the point that it's very much unlistenable and I can't really just uh, edit Mark's audio so that you can sort of hear in my voice in the distance um, because he kind of has a tendency to breathe into the microphone which isn't audio audible normally but when of course I pump the volume up you can hear it really clearly so it's a little bit weird and personally I can't stand it so instead I'm just going to give you a quick brief rundown of um, kind of a discussion continuing on from here so super quick so so the modern monsters they chase them around for a bit Um, the classic monsters and the Zambonis go into a secret cellar that's in a cupboard Uh, the Zambonis give the classic monsters a makeover and somehow manage to restore their powers in the process then they basically murder the modern monsters like Visually speaking, they look pretty damn dead until they turn up in the court the following day. Uh, As such, we kind of talk about how they could have made a joke that the monsters returning to the court were actually the sequels and all had return of in front of the name and then lament the fact that they didn't do that joke at all. Uh, Because the trial wasn't actually completed, the court has to deliberate quite a bit. They bring Derek into the court and it turns out he can speak now because the thing that was keeping him from speaking in the first place was indeed the modern monsters. So now that they've been destroyed by the classic monsters, which he likes and appreciates more, he can talk now despite the modern monsters literally being there. Also, the court case was somehow being broadcast at the Zamboni's house and they didn't notice Derek was missing. I... Uh, whatever, man. Look, this ending is really shit. It, it just makes no sense, and it's basically a happily ever after ending as well. Then the credits happen, and uh, you get to hear this. I was working in the lab late one night when my eyes beheld an eerie sight and my monster from his slab. This is our new monster mash? Rise, and suddenly, please tell me you're joking. To my surprise, did the mash. Okay, I give up. Whose brother-in-law is this? Come on, fess up. Now this is not working. I don't care if it's what I asked for. This isn't what I want. You need to try a different approach. Okay, this is different. What idea was this? What do you mean it was mine? What were my exact words? Let's try something country, I said that. You know, this is kind of reminding me of an old joke. All right, all right, I'll give it a chance. Cough in my eye. Yes, me, Drax's voice rang out of a pickup truck. This is not working here for me. I think it's now the Tennessee Waltz. All right, what we need here, we need something with energy. Lots of energy. You hear that, people? Everybody think energy. Then you can monster mash. Monster mash! Now everything's cool! Drax a pot okay, of the energy. And my monster mash is the hit of the land! I think this may be too much energy. How much coffee have these guys had? When you get to my door, tell them by- 
Okay, okay, that's really great, guys. Thanks for coming in. Thanks. Thank you, guys. Hello? Why aren't they stopping? Is it me or are they coming closer? Somebody call security. You guys are scaring me. Oh, Trust me, once you've sat through this entire feature-length cartoon, that thing's really damn funny compared to everything else. Anyway, we're fixing the microphone issue. Apologies this happened again. I really don't know how it did. Uh, I'm guessing it's the cable, to be honest. Uh, but anyway, Mark has a pretty interesting thing to say right before my microphone comes back, so I'm just going to go ahead and cut you back in there. Yeah, but here's the thing. No, here's the care. thing. I How need to say this. To this needs to be said. This needs oh, to be said. Because goodness. they give us no compelling reason to like any of the classic monsters here. As a discussion of old monsters versus new monsters, the outcome of this thing is... Horror sucks. That's all there is to it. I agree with that, to be honest. This long diatribe by basic by this um, Italian director who had directed and animated four horror movies just makes me think there is nothing compelling in horror. Yeah, that's true. There isn't anything playing in horror because it's a shit genre. I fucking hate it. And I wish it would die. Where the fuck are we ranking this dick? Fine, fine, fine. Okay. Where's it going anyway? Because it's like, it's a future length thing, but it's also a cartoon. So I'm not quite sure if it's a movie, it's a direct video, it's a seasonal special. Well, like, here's go- the thing. If we, <sighs> if we put it as a seasonal special, we would have to start looking through everything else to find Halloween specials. Right. Alternatively, we could consider it a movie because it was released as a VHS movie. Sure. Better or worse than Time Kid? Worse. Okay, well, that's it then. <laughs> Number four in the movie quadrant is uh, <laughs> is fucking Monster Mash. Literally, that's not, we don't have to... Meet the Deedles is still on top. Oh, that is God, still the best movie we have seen by We've Deed. got so many movies to get through. So that's it for another episode. As ever, you can find us on our website, mostlycobolds.com. That's mostlycobolds.com. You can, I mean, you can look at our Twitter account, but it's mostly dead. (laughs) It's very pretty. You can have a little look at it. (laughs) At mostlycobolds. I may or may not have posted this episode on there. (laughs) 50-50 chance, man. If you want to contact us personally... You can try asking around Mastodon. Someone might know us. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe. Oh, God, oh, God. Right. Anyway, here's the thing, right? Fucking... Here's a Halloween tidbit for you. Want a bit of fucking horror in your life? A bit of spice up in your night? You see, we said that in the end of Deep Geeks, when we're finally done with everything else, we're going to leave one particular cartoon special for the very ending okay we started with inspector gadget and we're planning on ending with inspector gadget's last case fitting Mm. 
Psych, motherfucker. We're ending with a rewatch of Meet the Fucking Deedles. Oh, God, why? Why? The horror! You just had to ruin it, didn't you? <laughs> oh, I hate my life. Yeah, and uh, s- sorry for this being so fucking late. <laughs> oh, God. Life is hard.